politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, Bo and Adam, yeah. I was reading about something a little bit uh, scary the other day. Oh? The chargers for electric vehicles have a lot of the same security vulnerabilities as Internet of Thing devices. The chargers? The chargers, the thing that what? you uh, plug in. For a Tesla or whatever. Yeah. Tesla, or or, Leaf, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. But, they um, all have the same thing? They have a lot of the same vulnerabilities because uh, Internet of Things devices, or IoT, have notoriously bad security. So they can be hacked really, really, really easily. Um, my favorite example there was the, uh, there was a chastity belt that got hit with a ransomware because it was internet connected. Now imagine that same type of security setting being connected to your car. Wait, did you say chastity belt? I said chastity belt. Yeah, I'm trying to grasp the chastity belt concept. So wait, so what, what does that mean? Chastity belt? You mean like something that's supposed to keep like Sir Gawain's uh, wife from having an affair while he's off on the crusades? Pretty much. And I don't really care to get too much into the psychology of why you would A, need one or B, have it connected to the Internet. But that's just an example of how bad IoT security is. Well, there were those. There were, Adam, somebody help me out here. There was, there was, remember there was some sort of Fitbit type situation when it was recording when you had sex and then kind of making it public. Well, there was that. And then there was the uh, vibrator that somebody actually hacked into. Right. right, uh, But if you think about it, so a, a digitally connected chastity belt means that whoever connected that would know what was going on. Yeah, I mean, it sounds very kind of bad. The whole thing sounds really kind of like, like, I, not this country, not this century. It feels like, ew. Or like, yeah. Or yeah. how dare you or unhand my private parts. But um so so listen, I have I have a question for you, Travis. Sure. This is what is a what is a Raspberry? Uh Raspberry are these cool little uh computers where you can get it for fifty bucks and have it like connect, for instance, to uh a water sensor to make sure that your plants are getting enough water. Uh, a lot of people use it to play really old school video games, for instance. And hackers use them too, right? Right. Right. How do they use them? Uh, any number of ways. There's a few that uh, you can plug in a couple of sensors that'll help you crack into, say, a password or uh, bypass a security uh, card swiper or anything like that. So they're extremely useful. I mean, they have multiple uses. And so in the case of car manufacturers, they thought, hey, it's nice and cheap to have a little microcomputer that you can use to help um, facilitate the charging of a car. Unfortunately, that means all the same security settings that can go from uh, a smart coffee maker all the way down to the aforementioned uh, chastity belts and the like. So, so Travis, since you are a technology wizard, uh, 
I've noticed also that they seem to be naming some of these devices after fruit, because isn't there the pineapple where you can uh, plug that into a wall and it basically finds its way into networks? Right. Yeah, I think it. I think Apple was the one that got the ball rolling there. And then afterwards, uh, a lot of different groups and companies thought they could just piggyback on that branding. I see. Well, this gives me one more reason to unplug and I'm not, I'm not going to get one now. Thanks. You just ruined electric cars for me, Travis. Got anything else? Um, after chastity belts? No, I think I'm good. Uh, all right. Well, now, since, we're, since we're on the subject of cars, I yeah. just got a notification that uh, I'm for sale on the dark web again. Again? I have, I have no idea what my, my price is. I always get sad if I'm being sold for like $3, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I got notified by Audi. Uh, and uh, they had had a breach, and uh, my information was out there, email address, cell phone number, all that good stuff that you want to sort of cringe and hide in a corner. Well, you know, um, I that reminds me of a very basic fact that you taught me years ago, which is that once got, always got. And my, you know, when the Equifax breach happened ages ago, um, my social security number was in the wind and it has been in the wind ever since. And every once in a while, I get a note from the dark web, you know, monitoring service that I subscribe to telling me that it's out there. I already know it's out there, but it's a good reminder that I have to behave as though it's out there every day of my life. It is a fact of my life now. And the other night, I actually went outside and in neon, your social security number flew by my house. So, Well, but I, as I understand it, you paid someone to do that. I did, in fact. Yeah. So but I thought it was very count. special. But it really doesn't count. But, okay. but, you know, the important thing is you said this right. It's like that little bird flying around up there that keeps going, I have your social security number. It's, it's, <laughs> is, it's, that, is that that bird? Yeah. It, you know, people have to understand that uh, the only expiration date on your social security number is yours. And even then, there have been thousands of cases of people who have been victims of identity theft when they were no longer people. They well, were gone. Or like me, you came back. But I got a new social security number when I came back. Well, that's good because almost no one else can get a new social security number. Well, no, after I died and was reborn. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, no, I figured you didn't hear me there. But yeah. Anyway. Um, Living the dream. Living live the, the dream twice again. Hi there. I'm Adam Levin, former director of the New Jersey Division of Consumer Affairs, founder of CyberScout, author of the book Swiped, How to Protect Yourself in a World Full of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves. And I'm Bo Friedlander, cybermensch, writer, and all-around curious person who tries to hack hackers. And I'm Travis Taylor, resident tech guide. Uh, so what do we have today? What we have today is very interesting, a woman who's a musician who had a, uh, a very uh, sort of scary but not uncommon situation. And so I think let's, let's bring her on. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with 
electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means you get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance an electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com and please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works. Not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. All right, here we go. great. I couldn't think of a better introduction of a guest than our guest, Emily, playing some of the music that she makes. And so is this like your business? Yeah, I've been so fortunate. Uh, I studied musical theater in college. And ever since then, from the people I've met and the skills I've acquired, I've done all kinds of music from corporate music at theme parks. Um production shows and cruise ship bands and wedding bands here in Seattle. And then when I moved back about five years ago, I've been able to be completely employed playing music and performing for people. So amazing. No, that's fantastic. I love the wedding singer. So, Hey, you know, I, uh, a wedding and band. He did not, he did not mean that about your music. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, my favorite part of the wedding bands is always when they go, and now, we're going to take a break so that you can eat the soup. 
but it's great to have you on our show. And uh, so you have an international following, I understand? Yeah, you know, um, I had been as a... I've been kind of a one woman show as an independent artist. So I do um, live looping and including like some of my beatboxing skills and my backup singer skills where I I can record my beatbox and my harmonies and kind of layer an arrangement in front of an audience. And, And that's kind of what my show consisted of. And I could mix it with like some of my favorite tunes and a lot of my original tunes and stories and really create almost like a theatrical experience, but just kind of with me, like a, like it's a cabaret or something. Amazing. That's awesome. Um, but speaking of international audience, when the world shut down last year, I had to really re- kind of rebuild what I was doing. And uh, in mostly that consisted of performing my show on Twitch, which is on the internet and it does reach an international audience and I can't believe it. (laughs) So do you have a big following on Twitch now? Um, It is uh, my biggest following of all my social medias. And so in in one year I have like 12,200 something followers. Amazing. That's great. And it's really- How do we find you? You have a handle? Yeah. Yeah. It's twitch.tv slash Emily McVicker, my name. All right, cool. And and we'll make sure that we put all of this information in our show notes, because why shouldn't you get an extra boost for all the stuff you're doing? Oh, thanks, Adam. And you sound great. I mean, you're totally awesome, and, and, and we love it. And basically, now that I understand that you can layer on the music, uh, you know, we refer to Travis as the voice of God. So this means, can you create like the equivalent of a heavenly choir behind him? Because that would be pretty awesome when he speaks, you know? We'll pay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll hand her some money now. I wasn't fishing for that. We'll pay um, for this. But this is the sort of thing I do is um, I'll see a name, a screen name like Travis Taylor, and I I can be like, Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. Oh, he's blushing. Go on, Travis. Yes, I'm indeed blushing. You're oh. awesome, Travis. Here we go. This is what the hat with Adam Levitt. Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. Awesome. First of all, Travis is now, you've made his day. He's a, he, I've never seen this much color in his face, but no. I have a question now. Did, so this, there's, this actually is related to why you're on the show today, is it not? Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm able to, I have such a wonderful setup here. Uh, big thanks to Mr. Jeff Gall for helping me build it. And uh, Jeff Gall, if you don't know, is our one of our is is our sound engineer and uh, sound engineer extraordinaire. And we we actually have a lot of gall every time he works with <laughs> us. So we're feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> well, and thanks to him, I really all I have to do is sit down and I can do uh, really pro- like professional recordings right here from my living room. And so I do. I get hired to do backup singing and um, sometimes jingles and sometimes what have you for my subs- I do for my subscribers and my patrons. And so someone reached out to me on Instagram and it was a screen name that I it was kind of similar to, to a screen name I recognized on Twitch. And their name was Barth. And I thought, oh, it's Barth from from Twitch. And they asked if I could record a short song for their son's birthday. 
And uh, so a song by commission, and I hadn't done it before, but you can see I, I can create songs pretty fast. I was like, sure, how about a, a hundred bucks? Tell me about your son. They're like, great, okay, my son is turning five and they have a dog and he likes Power Rangers and zombies and chocolate milk. And so uh, I'm like taking notes. I was thinking like, okay, what would this kid, what would like really rock this kid's world on his birthday to hear all his interests and his name in one song? So I uh, was going back and forth on what the song would be. And the, the guy goes, oh, you know what? I want to, I really appreciate what you do. So I want to pay you $300. I was like, great. So this is also not unusual because on Twitch, I have some really, really generous patrons that support my music. I was like, great. I said, "Uh, you can pay me Venmo and PayPal or PayPal and I'll start I'll start recording as soon as I receive payment. And I learned that trick because I used to do also some portrait work where I had done some artwork for people that never got picked up. So that's my rule is just that people have to pay me before I start. Smart move. <laughs> well, you learn from making mistakes, right? Well, first of all, I, I, the, the name Barth, I suspect that was Darth as opposed to Barth because he certainly first was acting. Was, first name was Barth? B-A-R-T-H? B-A-R-T-H? There might've been some more letters, but sometimes on Twitch when I'm d- addressing people, I don't know how to pronounce these names, so I just like guess or shorten them. So what happens? Where'd it go weird? Well, what happened? They said, um, well, I have actually have to pay you through a business account and we can't do third party apps. So I'm just going to need your email and in your full name. I was like, okay, well, it's going to delay the process. But my email and my full name are not uh, really that private of information. It's on my website. It's on everywhere. And so I gave them those things and they're like, oops, my accountant accidentally wrote $3,000 instead of $300. But don't worry, LOL, I trust you to send back the $2,700 difference. Oh, Oh, the web that has been woven. That stinky little barf spider. Yeah, barf spider. No, and I I didn't actually notice anything weird until then because of all of the LOLs and stuff they seemed to be appealing to. Barf spiders are like (laughs) way into emojis. Everybody knows that about barf spiders. Is that right? I didn't know until they sent me that questionable. My my question, did this happen over a period of time? Did it happen uh, within a a day because it seems very fast to be let's do this oh my accountant wrote, oh my accountant wrote the note oh you know yeah uh, it all it at might, once it might have been a couple of days I'm not always the quickest at responding to messages <laughs> well no that that sounds you know because they have to kind of play it out a little you know totally I always when people send me um, thousands of dollars more than they're supposed to I just keep it I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Well, Bo, I actually wanted to ask your opinion about that because. <laughs> you got to ask Adam because I have no soul. I'll just take the money and run. <laughs> well, no, because the truth of the matter is if you take it and deposit it, since it's most likely fraudulent, yeah. um, it, it all that will happen is you'll deposit it and then you'll get a notification from your bank saying, oh, by the way, that which you deposited has not cleared. But what about tax, the tax burden too, no? Well, if it doesn't clear, there's not a tax burden. Right. 
So, but what if the three grand does hit her account? Did the three grand hit your account or not? Um, no, because it smelled fishy, and I said I think you should find somebody else. Oh. But I, I was still like, because I was, a, I was really worried that if they could get into my bank account, they could get out. Because I really don't understand how that stuff works. Um, well, that's I, true. They'll they'll find once you know once you cash the check or they do whatever transfer they do. Then, in order to make a transfer, for instance, they would have to to know what your account details were. In this case, they were sending you a check, but not on Venmo. That's not true. On Venmo, they don't have any access to your banking information. They just have your Venmo account, which is just your email address or your phone number. But that's so why then no you one, hit transfer, no one, and it goes in straight into your bank account. They'd have have no way to immediately get in there, but they would have a way to dispute the charge. Well, and, I think that's why they wouldn't use Venmo with me. They insisted on right. a check. That's why they wanted the check. So I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, the other point here is if it turned out to be a real check and the whole thing was a little weird, they could yeah. also have been luring you into a money laundering situation, which you never yeah. want to get in the middle of those either. Don't so. you? I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with the tax thing. If they send her three grand, right, Adam? And then- yeah. Then they're like, wait, I need that three grand back. I'll send you a different $300. And you send them the three grand back. Um, like, where's the money laundering? I, I know it's there, but what, where is it? Well, and generally, is a tax because, break thing because what they'll do is they're, they're trying to make it look like they're involved in a legitimate transaction. So they'll send you money yeah. and they may direct you to some other place they identify as themselves. But it's not them. And it's not them. They're they're moving the money someplace else. And is it like to buy like a, a electronic scooter or something? Or well, it'd be you know they could ask you to buy something. We've had frauds where people will ask people to buy things for them, and again, that's part of money laundering. They, you'll you'll buy something that's valuable, and then they'll turn around and sell it, and they've managed to uh, to launder the money too. So there's all kinds of different ways people launder money. It, it's it's kind of the flavor of the day as to which ones they uh, they want to do. Can we workshop this? Can we see how could we? Let's see. Is there some way we could have scammed her scammer? There actually is an account on uh, Twitch called Kit Boga, um, who's known for uh, finding ways to bait and scam people who do this sort of payment scams. So what? How does it work, Travis? Um, I think they just kind of draw them out for a while and see how much uh, information they can get from the scammer uh-huh. until. Uh, so they just really turn the tables on them. Because one of the things is, um, especially with a Instagram scammer, it's something where they're pretty used to holding all the cards. So they can just say, well, I have all this information on this person. So they will probably get a little bit more cocky about um, providing their own information as it goes. And uh, so in that case, a uh, sort of qualified uh, reverse scammer, I guess, would be able to just accumulate enough information to I get think that rolling. get into the reverse scam. It's kind of, I, you show I, me yours I, and I'll show you mine. Yeah, or yeah. just like, look, buddy, I will do the $3,000 thing you want to do, but give me 20 bucks because I just need to see that you're for real. And then I just keep the 20 bucks and tell them to screw off. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of um, having it be an Instagram scandal, especially, like I've managed to make a lot of other content creator friends through my Twitch channel and through my Instagram. Uh-huh. And one issue was this particular um, guy that reached out, he he had followers. And when I thought I was going to do a job for him, I followed him and like checked on it. Like he had pictures of him and his son and I hearted them. And mm. so then afterwards, after I figured it was a scam and I hadn't heard from him, 
a friend in New Jersey was like, hey, this guy reached out to me and asked me to write him a song. I see that you follow him and I've hearted some of his photos. And I'm like, no, don't do it. It's a scam. Same barf spider. Same barf spider. And and at that time, I had received like four or five more almost identical scripts. Um, And Bo, I tried to take a page out of your book. I was like, go ahead, send me the money. No, I I don't know. (laughs) Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rope Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rope's got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. So you're, you know, basically, so we can, so we can recap this for people too. So someone approached you for the purpose of writing a song for their child. Uh, You gave them a price. They said they would pay you more. Then they said their accountant wrote the wrong number to the tune of 3000 as opposed to 300 when you originally asked for 100. And then they said, "Eh, do us a favor. Keep the 300, send us the 2,700 back. Right. And I don't know why the accountant of their business is paying for presents for their child also. Good point. Well, Good yeah, point. No, that's, they're, they're, yeah, they, they were just taking a page out of a lot of politicians' playbook on their campaign financing. Well, it could have been, you, you know, know, the Trump organization. These days. Good well, who knows? <laughs> but but it's, it's barf spider behavior. But the question is, um, I'll stop with the barf spider now. I will never mention it again. The um, the the question I have is, you know, what can I do when 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 I'm overpaid, Adam? I mean, would you just do you just? I mean, the only thing I can think of is I would hold, uh, I'd I'd stick to my own guns and say, you got to write me another check. I'm not going to do it. I'll send this check back to you. But I mean, what would well, what, you, what you, do you, you do? You will know fairly quickly whether or not. The, the payment was real because it would bounce if it wasn't real. That's why. Well, what about just saying, send me another check? No. Well, you, you could say that as well. Um, in fact, that's probably the safest course is to say, listen, I will, I will shred your check and it just send me another check. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering if you deposited it in between the time that you deposit and be- the time that it's going to bounce, what their tactics would be to, even get desperate or how to how they would try to would they kidnap my cat yeah. or no, I think they would just they just really pressure you for the three the 2700 bucks before it, the check bounced everything these scammers do is based on impulse is based on doing something spontaneously almost pressuring you to move really really fast i mean that's twitch. how they yeah they're trying yeah. to get you to twitch that's it. And um, and and so, you know, your job 
when when somebody comes at you with either a text scam saying like, you know, your bank account appears to be in the midst of a takeover. Click this button. Click this link. Uh, your job is to not click the link. Your job is to not cash the check. Your job is to not take the bait because that's what it is. These are all different kinds of lures and we're all, you know, and we're just dumb fish swimming around minding our own business. And then these expert anglers come at us. And you know that, you know, under new laws, checks have to clear pretty quickly. Uh, how fast? And if they don't clear, uh, you know, then you know you have a problem. So, so how fast is that, Adam? Well, it was originally supposed to be 24 hours. And oh, in wow. many cases, it is 24 hours, depending upon what bank the check came from, from them versus your bank. So any of you, anyone of us who is us on the what the hack side of things, do we know what would have happened had she actually gone for this? Yes, what probably would have happened, depending upon how they wanted you to return the money. You know, they might have said, you know, can you zell us the money back or, you know, whatever. Uh, if you had returned it, the check would have bounced and then you would have been out the $2,700. Any recourse or that would be that? Usually the banks say, we, we don't really know how to get it back for you. Mm. There's a, a music blog that I follow where some other people were reporting this similar script and potential scam. Right. And well, the account that they interviewed specified that they sent the check and then asked them to like cash app the money back, mm -hmm. even though they don't use third party apps. It doesn't make any sense, but that they would get it and it would be for sure from them, you know. Well, you know, one of the things we like to talk about in the show is that they're counting on the fact that you're so excited about getting their money that you're kind of distracted by the whole thing. You know, you say, I got paid, I've got a job to do, I'm going to do it. And if I'm returning the money, I'll return it as well. Because it's all about the fact that we all have day jobs. I mean, you're a writer, uh, other people raising families, running businesses, being involved in philanthropic activities. But to the guys that are scamming you, you are their day job. Right. And so Musicians are usually so excited. I mean, I'm so excited when someone re writes to me like, I love your music. Your music brought up my spirits. Like, if they could use me or hire me, like you sang at my wedding, you changed our, our year. I love hearing that. But so, that's, they know that. Listen, right. that's the whole point is that scammers, they, they're, they, these scammers, if they weren't scammers, would have been great therapists, a lot of them. <laughs> they know how to read people. They understand how you work basically emotionally. And if they know what matters to you, they know how to get you to do something. And, and in particular, when you're dealing with creative people, they're not focused on the financial aspects of most things. Either they have people who do that for them or they try to do it themselves, but you're busy creating. So they figure somewhere while you're creating, they're kind of stealing. Well, <laughs> that's what, that's the pitch. That's why they go after creative people. Adam, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, most mu independent musicians I know do not have 27 extra hundred dollars to be sending right. to people. Like, here, hold this for me. Right. No, it, could, it, it can be in financially life-threatening, depending upon what they want back. And if you comply with what they ask you to do, uh, you could put yourself in a hole. And that's, it's tragically unfair 
Super uh, unfair, especially the way that musicians save their money in the form of mus- instruments and equipment. I mean, it's kind of like you've just actually threatened their livelihood if they're going to deal with this problem. Well, one of the other things, too, is that with Instagram, that's a great um, social media network for artists. They can show off their work. They can play their music on it and so on. But it's also incredibly easy to fake an identity on there. You can take uh, someone else's pictures. You can put that yeah. up of yourself. You can make it look like you are a you know, regular uh, person and a fan of that music or a fan of that art. Um, and the things that make that a great um, sort of forum for an artist to be able to show off their work is the same thing. It makes it very easy to launch a scam. And, and remember, these people, many of them, are creative, sophisticated, and persistent, which also is pretty much a definition of musician uh, as well in the work you do and how you do it. So uh, first of all, we want to thank you for being on our show. Uh, We'd also like to remind people that they can find you on Twitch, correct? Right. Yeah. Any other place that they can find you as well? Yeah. Basically, if you know my name, I'm on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, three times a week on Twitch. And as Adam said, you can find uh, all of this information and our, our uh, website posts about the show, Emily McVicker, E-M-I-L-Y-M-C-V-I-C-K-E-R, Emily McVicker. And Emily, I know that Travis is, is very excited about the, the choir scenario that you <laughs> created for him. <laughs> and I'm sure that Bo will plead with you any minute to do the jingle for our show. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us and uh well thanks so much for having me you guys it's really fun and send her real money please real money only real money only and any 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 scammers out there thinking of going after emily just beware because she's going to keep the money this time yeah thanks emily thanks, thank you emily. guys so thank much you. bye What the Hack is a Loud Tree Media production in partnership with Large Media. That's L-A-R-J Media. You can find What the Hack wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on social media and find additional information at adamlevin.com. I am coming on.